What up, guys? Welcome to Fiction in Real Life. Hope you enjoy this episode. Alright, guys. So, today I was listening to The Hobbit on Audible, and one of my favorite parts of The Hobbit books is when they end up coming into, like, Bjorn's house, his territory, and Gandalf says, very wisely, he says, okay, we're going to come two at a time. We're not going to come 15 at a time. All at, or 15 all at once, two at a time, as to not overwhelm Bjorn. And I relate to this because I'm an introvert and I wouldn't want 15 people showing up in my house. Absolutely not. And so make this plan, all right, two at a time. I'm going to kind of start in on the story of, of fighting the goblins and in our journey this far. And as I like whistle or every couple of minutes you guys show up and then and then we won't overwhelm Bjorn. Which is wise and is clever, but Gandalf is definitely withholding information from Bjorn to get the result that he wants. I feel like that's maybe manipulation, but I don't know where the line is between manipulation and being wise and discernment more kind of thing. Like, okay, you don't need all this information. It may overwhelm you. Uh, So what are your thoughts on that? Is it manipulation? Is it just being wise and clever? Yeah, I think... I think in my opinion it's I think it's primarily being clever. There there is an element of manipulation in it, but um I think the intent is is out of positive motivations. Um he believes that Bayorn would be willing to help them and doesn't want to overwhelm them, not he wants to be like cruel spirited and hide information from them. I think it's actually really funny that Bilbo finds finds it especially clever because he did not enjoy it near so much when it was done to him ah uh, i forgot about that yeah he definitely definitely that happens to him and he is pissed yeah at the beginning when same thing to him almost he's he's extremely frustrated and absolutely overwhelmed he also though would have lost his mind if 15 dwarves showed up at his house all at once but he, he put on a good spread for the dwarves and it, it wound up working out for everyone's benefit do you think also your opinion depends on gandalf being the good guy yeah i think it does because because if he's the bad guy and he does that you're like wow he tricked him but since he's the good guy you're like oh he's he's just being wise and he's using discernment and he's and he's tipping the scales in the favor for good and since it's for good it's okay Right, like Wormtongue, when he is manipulating people, we obviously assume it's evil because he's nasty and he's working for the bad guy, um, and it is evil. It's cut and dried in the movies, um, but yeah, but it, it's it's not always black and white like that. Is so what it comes down to that what you're asking is does the ends justify the means of this manipulation? Yeah, and I, I think ultimately it like does. It's just interesting to me that, like, I, I don't know, that thought that, like, since, why do we change the word? If the ends justify the means, we say it's clever, wow, that was a good idea. If they don't, we're like, wow, this person manipulated you. Right. When when either way, whether it be for good means or bad means, if they manipulate someone into getting what they want, it's both manipulation and it's clever because it's successful. I mean, not always, but... It can absolutely be both, but we say it's one or the other. Well, and, and sometimes it's both ways. Like, in, in real life, you know, let's say you get a job and they pay you $1,000 a week. 
Yeah. And you're like, I'm taking advantage of these people making a thousand dollar a week. They don't even know. I'm, right. I'm banking money. You know, you're all you're all pumped up. You're like, I'm manipulating them. I'm making all all kinds of money. And then on the other end of things, they're like, we're paying him a thousand dollars a week, and we're making fifteen thousand dollars a week on what he's doing. Yeah. And he doesn't even know. He doesn't have a clue. And so you're both manipulating each other, I guess, kind of, or both being clever with each other. But in in let's add a little layer into that. So there's also employers that only pay five hundred for that same job, five hundred yeah. a week. So you're like. Highway robbery, I'm making a thousand dollars a week. Yeah. And they're like, Highway robbery, I'm only I'm making fifteen thousand or ten thousand I'm netting ten thousand dollars or whatever. And you both think, Oh, I'm taking advantage of them. But but are you really or is it just is that information being withheld helping society just like function as normal? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a big big turn of a uh, of topic. But no, absolutely, like I think either way, either way, there's information being withheld. Either way, since everything is not above board, there's some manipulation. I think everybody understands the relationship between employer and employee, that the employer is going to, in a perfect world, make more money than the employee does. But the employer wouldn't make any money if he didn't have those employees doing the work. And so it's it's absolutely crucial that the employee gets that thousand dollars a week or whatever he's willing to work. And he's probably since he's making a thousand dollars a week, he's probably feeling pretty good, right? And working harder and, and putting more work in. There's that kind of intangible situation there, which is is important. Um, anyways, so back to like Lord of the Rings and, and Gandalf. I guess sort of manipulating Bjorn. Yeah, he's manipulating. He's, yeah, I think so. I, it's it's hard for me to say he's manipulating him because he's Gandalf. You know, he's like yeah, he's, he's the hero. and he does he 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 manipulates Bilbo. He absolutely does <laughs> against his will, totally against his will. Bilbo did not want anything to do with that whole adventure, and yet he got him into it. Yeah, well, and I guess I don't know the exact phrase, but in the movies the. Legolas's dad, the Elven King, he's like, apparently you haven't had too many dealings with wizards. They ride in hard, they talk like the thunder or something like that, and they leave leave in wind or something like that. Like, essentially, what I got from it was, wizards come in fast, they say a lot of very big, oh. profound, harsh things, but only part of the truth, and then they head on their way. Yeah, they come in, express express something that you're going to perceive in one way and they they know that you're going to make certain choices because of it and move on to the next thing. Yeah. And and I think he says something about like allegiances and how wizards don't really have any allegiances to anything. Mm. Which is which is interesting cuz they really don't. Wow. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean like cuz Sauron flips and everyone's just kind of like, "Oh yeah, he's bad now." Yeah. <laughs> There's no other fallout, really. Like, it's not like he betrays people, or like it, it's like there's like those five wizards, and he traps Gandalf for a little while, and then and then just. Hmm. Do they do the wizards have allegiance towards good, or at least starting out? I think they do, but I mean, obviously, Sauron doesn't keep that allegiance. Right. Interesting. You know, what else is interesting is you probably can't manipulate Gladriel because she can get in your mind. Oh. <laughs> 
Unless you absolutely believe something. Yeah. Then Then you're tricking your own mind into believing something. That would be like next level. That would be. Yeah. Weird. Would you want that power? Which, to read other people's minds? Yeah, to be able to read anyone's mind. No, that sounds way too stressful. Sounds terrible, doesn't it? It does. What would you do with all that that information? Like, even me, I feel like... Probably have a nervous breakdown. I would I would struggle with with that. Like, okay, did I did I trick Bjorn into doing something he doesn't want to do? Obviously, I don't think Gandalf did that. I don't think he tricked him into helping the dwarves. Yeah. They had a mutual interest. It was just the way that he presented it was less overwhelming so Bjorn could process the information. Yes. But if you constantly had information, everyone's information... Wow. What would you do with all of that? Like, how would you decide when to tell people what and stuff like that? That would be really hard. Yeah. The the level to which you can manipulate people is exponentially increased, and it'd be so hard to not to not use that. And almost you would have the responsibility to use it. Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. If you have the ability to have that extra knowledge you you have to do something with it not making any choice is making a choice and so if you had that knowledge you'd have to use it meaning you'd have to manipulate the people around you all the time yeah with their thoughts yeah if you're withholding information you're manipulating but not everyone can have all information all the time and i personally don't want all the information I'd love to know what's in the next book of the King Killer trilogy but (laughs) other than that i'm good (laughs) Yeah, me too. Guys, if you haven't if you haven't read what's the first one? Name of the, the Wind. Name of the Wind. You should should read it. Probably gonna make podcasts about it eventually. It's by Patrick Rothfuss. You're gonna love it. It's great. It's a great book. There's two of them. And then there's a what's that called? A no- novelette? Novella? Novella. Novella? No Nobel. <laughs> I don't know. A short story. Yeah, it's not really it's, short. It's, it feels long. It's a full book. It's it's a short story compared to the books. The two books. That one's called A Slow Regard for Silent Things. It's different. It's different. Don't start there, though. No, absolutely not. Start with The Name of the Wind. Leave us a comment if you disagree. but Or just stop, stop listening if yeah, you disagree. You're, you're clearly wrong. You're, <laughs> you're in the wrong place. Man, where were we? I don't know. That's probably good. It's probably a good place to end. Fair enough. So we've decided that Gandalf does indeed manipulate Bjorn because he's withholding information to tip the scales in his favor. And it's definitely premeditated. It's planned. Yeah. We're only coming two at a time. But it, it's also not cruel or evil or bad, whatever you want to call it. And he's not really trying to convince Bjorn to do something that he doesn't want to do. Right. He's just trying to, you know, it's it's just like if you're going to ask your, you know, your girlfriend you want to you marry her, you're not going to show up to her dad's house in a stained t-shirt and holy jeans and smelling like cigarette smoke haven't showered in three days hope not (laughs) you're gonna shower you're gonna put on a nice shirt and and some nice pants and and maybe brush your teeth and and go in there and and put your best self forward and i think that's kind of what he's doing the dwarves are a lot dwarves are a lot so he's trying to put their best foot forward and also the dwarves can really put their foot in their mouth and they're not known for being the most diplomatic. And so maybe part of what he wanted to do was get his foot in the door first, make that first impression before there was a thousand dwarves yeah. in the dude's face. Yeah, that's true too. 
let's start the story, and I'm the one telling the story. And so when other people show up, um, he's still in control. He's still in control of the situation and the story. And yeah, yeah. so yeah, he does. He does withhold information, and he does sort of maybe manipulate Bjorn, but not in a bad way. And I think it all it all ends well. But if you disagree, like let us know in the comments. All right, thanks. 